Ain't nothing out here. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Life, Love, uh, Sustaining Relationships with a particular focus on black men and the African-American community. Uh, back, a privilege to be with you again. Um, tonight's program is, is interesting, right? Because we're going to talk about earning power and earning power dynamic in relationships, right? Um, who's the breadwinner? And how does that dictate how the relationship goes? Um I will start by saying I'm not the breadwinner. <laughs> so does that mean you have to ask? Can I, I get no. you three dollars? No, no. because um, I, I do because I do earn something, right? <laughs> um and it ain't and it ain't a low amount. It's it ain't close, but it ain't it ain't McDonald's wages. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And so I find that is it is it Chick-fil-A wages? I would say it's um it's Fleming Steakhouse. Oh, well, we good then. <laughs> they shut down Fleming's downtown, but it's Fleming's Steakhouse. So now, they didn't shut Fleming's down from downtown. Fleming's moved from downtown. Fleming's moved from downtown. Moved from There's downtown. a difference. <laughs> so it's Fleming's money. Now, my, my partner, she got she got Wolfgang Buck money. Hmm. So that that's how I would that's how I would describe it. Like I'll take you to Fleming, she might take me to she might take me somewhere to LA. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it no, it ain't permission, and I don't think it shifts the power dynamic for us. And the reason is twofold, and I'll say this, and I'll I'll kick it off with this. One, um, we got together, and my partner was in school, and I was just starting my career when we got together. Okay, including so- and, and including when we were married, when we first got married. So I think that the identity of money in our relationship was was pretty equal at the beginning. And so that way it continued. Right. I don't mm-hmm. know if that has anything to do with it, but I like to think it does. And then the other part of it is I think that. I like to think that we're insightful enough to know that whatever our professional passions are, we know what the income is associated with those passions. Right. So I I'm in a I'm in a, a liberal arts field. She's in an applied science. She's a doctor. So I think that it it would be stupid. <laughs> it would be stupid to say, you know, for a doctor to say, you know, you. Uh, there's not, a lot of doctors out here. Yeah. But I mean, okay. But that, if, if, that if you're an engineer, money. That, that's true. Okay. But if you're, if you're maximizing your potential and your field and your chosen field is one where you don't have a choice but to make money if you're working in that field. Mm-hmm. Like, look, in our group, we know engineers, we know physicians, we know um, business people. They make mo- they make big money, honey. They, <laughs> they make they make they make very good money. I you make say. big money, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not hold up now. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm I'm just a look. I'm just a humble servant of the people. <laughs> That's all I can say. Both of us made both of us made pretty good money, but I think individually, right? But 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 I think you're you're absolutely right, right? I think that first off, I don't think money should be a factor, Mm -hmm. um, in my mind, right? I think that you know, uh, you know, you meet somebody and it's either you click or you don't. And I, I think that's something that we got to have a show to parse out. Yeah. Because I think that sometimes we get so consumed with these tears, the, this, this, 
this this caste system mm-hmm. of eligibility based upon social economics, mm-hmm. and you might be blocking your blessing because right. you're looking for somebody who got the same letters behind their name as 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 you do, but can't value the person that you are, right? right? So I think you know that that's a that's a that's another shelf. We're gonna acorn that. Mm-hmm. But my question to you, I guess, to kick it off, because you've already given a disclaimer that your partner is smarter than you. <laughs> she looks better than you. <laughs> and she make more money than and you. And she make more money than you me. You've already just, said those things, I'm just, right? I'm down bad, so, bro. <laughs> so, so because that is, in fact, the case, my question <laughs> to you is basic really quickly. Mm-hmm. Is it okay? Is it important to? Um, do you feel that it's okay or important to okay your your partner's professional ambitions? Like, do you think if if if, if you or your partner going for it with an, uh, a job opportunity, mm-hmm. does there there have to be some type of blessing at home to to pursue that endeavor, or can the person just? weigh what they believe it's important is important and go for the gusto that's a good question um i i uh, i would think yes and no because i like to think a, a strong couple would 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 take into consideration a career choice that involves their partner even if before they talk about it right so you will say um hey i'm looking at a job that's going to require this whether it's a lot of travel Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, you you have a, a, a hectic schedule mm-hmm. um, where you're out of the house a lot. Um, or if you have to move, I like to think that a good a good relationship will take those things into consideration before even applying or interviewing. So so you're saying well, what I'm hearing you say are things what I'm hearing you say is that there are some non-negotiables associated with if if, if a perfect partner will be able to reconcile the non-negotiables that you guys have discussed yeah. to know what is an option and what's not an option prior to. That's what I'm hearing you say. I feel like for career, there, there's not too many non-negotiables unless it's something that just is untenable. So I'll give you an example. Um, My partner's job, it's untenable for us to move. Mm-hmm. She has her own business, right? So we mm-hmm. couldn't, we couldn't move to LA and she keep her business and run it the way she wants to. So but you could take a job in LA. I could take a job in LA and go. And right. we would we would make it work, right? Um okay. at least for how long it would so, take. So 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 um, <laughs> so you just said before that knowing the parameters of the knowing the bandwidth of your space. Yeah. Before you accept an opportunity, you have to weigh those things. Yeah. With all that you got going on, is it honest to say that you will take a job in LA? It depends. So here's how I would couch it. Because I want to hear this lie. It, no, it's not going to be a lie. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, for example, so I work in communications, right? Mm-hmm. If I was to be um, the, the PIO for the LA Police Department, then no. Mm-hmm. That would be. It might be more money, but it ain't something that's you can you you can't say no to. If Universal Studios said we want you to be the vice president of communications, I gotta go. 
Mm. Okay. And my and my partner would say, "You got to go." Okay. If somebody, if a studio called and said, "We want you to to have your own talk show," I got to go. Well, we gonna go because you getting your talk show because it's I, right here. So, <laughs> so, so we going. <laughs> I gotta go, and and and, and vice and, and vice versa for my partner. So, if, I you think, see what I'm saying? So, I think that is you know for me, I think those are the things that you know I I say you know in my in my home you know I think I I would definitely pick up and move mm-hmm. if. There was these great opportunities that my my partner had, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would be like, "All right, yo, deuces," and I'll find something else to do. We'll find something else to do, right? Right. But I think we, you and I, just qualified what type of opportunity we would do that for. Yeah. People follow passion, mm-hmm. and passion don't always equate to high caliber jobs. Correct. That's correct. So the converse, so to I guess to put it where the goats can get it is, how is it okay? Do you need to okay the passion seeking opportunities related to employment? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, because this, this <clears throat> let me frame it for you. You have people who want to be actors, mm-hmm. musicians, actors want to go to L.A. Musicians want to go to, you know, Atlanta or New York, New yeah. York or mm-hmm. Nashville or, you know, wherever, L, you know, L.A., wherever music is. Yeah. But they aren't bringing that sub- stability. They just have the passion. And, you know, you know, Sister Axe said music does not put food on the table. <laughs> music does not. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, right. so the question is, <clears throat> how do you have that kind of conversation backgrounding our conversation that we've had in the past about crucial conversations? So I'm assuming that that happens because something has changed. So let's say if you marry an artist, mm-hmm. you know you got an artist. They're going to be moody. Mm-hmm. They're going to have an attitude and they're not real, real fast. And they're going to be transient in, in, in where their career may take them. They could be somebody who's local. And then all of a sudden they get a big break and now they're on a world tour. But you know that that's part of an artist's dream. So you you came into it knowing that. Now, what if it's somebody who says, um, we hear people like this all the time. I'm a lawyer and I hate being a lawyer. Now I want to be a baker. Hmm. And we got to take out a loan for me to open up this kitchen. Well, I will say, <laughs> I would say in good faith, mm-hmm. if you are baking in your free time mm-hmm. and you selling shit out of our kitchen. Yep. And it's thriving. Because it's in action. Yep. Because it, there is an action behind it. So now your desire, so now your person, place, or thing has become a verb. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can mm-hmm. support that. Okay. I think that, I think regardless of, I think regardless of what we do, I think there has to be, as a, as, as a person committed to another person, you got to be their number one fan. Mm-hmm. The the challenge here in this thing, particularly when we talk about the breadwinning piece, is when being the number one fan is not enough. Mm, okay, explain you know what that. I'm saying? So when someone's passion 
to be in the spotlight professionally mm-hmm. trumps their passion to have stability. Mm. Being someone's number one fan is not enough. Right. So right. I think that goes to the question of is it okay for the moneymaker, if you will, to be in the spotlight and the person who doesn't make as much money be a full-time supporter? The backup singer. Yep. When they have have ambitions of their own too. Right. I think, and I think those are, because I, I mean, you know, using your example, you know, you and your partner started from the bottom. Now you're here. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they worked hard academically, academically fought, cried, laughed to be a PhD. Mm-hmm. They worked hard to get this practice going. That's a commitment, right? But through that commitment, f- fiscally, the, 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 the scales changed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what if the language of the moneymaker doesn't see it as our money, mm-hmm. but my money and your money? Because I think that's a challenge, too. Yeah. Like, it only works if you come to this place and everybody at the lowest common denominator we've come to the realization that this is ours yeah we regardless if you put, if i put $1000 or you put $50 it is our $1050 correct not my $1000 and then your $50 yeah and i think you have to start off that way because if you came in like i, I like i said i think it helps that we didn't come in earning a lot so we started acquiring a lot together not separately. So we we started finding opportunity and defining our worth monetarily together. So it, it would be one thing if if we came in and she was a million dollar baby, then I would feel like it, it ain't too much I can say to her about how she wants to spend. It ain't too much she could say to me about, you know, you need to make more money. Um, mm. You know what I mean? Because we came in like I that. I, I don't know. I think, but I, I think you give an example that is different than say for instance I know my example my my situation is different you know mm. I prior to you know I was established per- personally when you know me and my partner got together and you know I always believe that money is not I, so I have friends and I've watched friends who have good money struggle because they chose money over love Mm-hmm. And for me, I never wanted money to be the determining factor of me finding true happiness and love. What if you're in a situation where you're the earner, but your partner is not as uh, as good of a um, as good of a a what's the word I'm looking for? A manager of money. I you think make you you make most of it. They're more frivolous with it than you are. Do you put do you put your foot down? I think you have to. I don't think, and I don't think you put. And I think it's about how you frame the conversation. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the, that person spending money. 
It has everything to do with that person spending money recklessly. So you wouldn't you wouldn't leverage and say, I'm bringing the majority of this in here and you're spending the majority of it. And that's not fair. No, Mm, I don't think that's right. Okay, I don't I think I think that if you've established a protocol Mm -hmm. that this is ours foundationally, not mine, not yours, but ours, then you can't get upset and say, let me get my, my basketball and go home. Right. You know, you have this is this is about fixing something that's fixable. Mm -hmm. You know, this is about having a conversation and sharing with this person. Yo, I don't I don't mind you buying shit, but you have to understand that we have to we we have to budget our stuff because we still want to take trips. Mm -hmm. We still want to buy stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 And it's not advantageous for for of us to spend money recklessly how much of that do you think is well let me say this who sets the agenda for that in the relationship no matter when so i think because I, I think there's two things that we're talking about we're talking about money and budget and the, and the power dynamic and budgeting and the power dynamic associated with that and who sets the agenda for it and then the nature of work so for example like if you wanted to run for mayor mm-hmm is that something where you, where if your partner says, I don't want you to do that, it would impact your decision? Yeah. Because that's not necessarily money, but that's talking about, that's time. That's time and that's commitment. exposure, commitment, all that right. kind of stuff. And I think, yeah. you know, absolutely. If, if even, even if I wanted to take another promotion, mm-hmm. if my better half is like, mm, I don't want you to do that. Guess what? I'm probably not going to do it. And I'm not going to do it because I think at the, I'm good. My retirement's going to be great. Mm-hmm. It could be greater. But, you know, I don't want to be in a position where my home life is suffering because I'm giving something to a company or an organization that's that that organization is temporary. Mm-hmm. Like regardless of how we look at work, work is a is a temporary means to to being able to allow you to do the things you need to do for your family and yourself. That's the way I look at work. How do you build the trust where you feel like your partner, if they say yes or no to your vocational dreams, that you know they're not doing that just because they're, they're they're hating on me or they're jealous or they just because they, they don't like change. Is that something you have to build up? Is that something that starts from the beginning? Whoever I think it talks starts about from that? the beginning. Because I don't think we ever talked about that. Like, I don't think we had a conversation like in the beginning, like, yo, we won't move. Like, we're always going to be here. We just kind of settled into that. You know what I mean? So I think we had a conversation about, so I will say um, I can retire in six years and my partner is a little bit younger than I am and they don't have that same luxury. Mm -hmm. But I was like, Hey babe, when I retire, I would like for you to retire. Mm, Okay. So we can live life and enjoy life now on the same schedule. (laughs) <laughs> right because i don't yeah. want to i don't want to travel by myself because i'm telling right. you know whatever right so of course that's one of those things that they got to think about um to see if that's what they want to do and if that means if they say no then i'll work a few more years but my cutoff is my cutoff and guess what mm-hmm. i'll figure it out but mm-hmm. i think yes and then like even moving at retirement you know i've, I've had some conversations about that and what's like hmm 
you know, I had some, you know, and, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, leaving Maryland would be great, but not mm-hmm. great, you know, because one of the things I said, I, I was like, that means we have to meet, make new friends, learn new, you know, everything over again. It's like, just stay where you are and travel. It's, it's interesting because when we talk to people, it's almost like you hear people whisper or they will allude to, I don't like the way they manage money. You know, I wish they would da 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 and it's almost like this undercurrent of dissatisfaction. Not like we about to split up or something is really wrong, but it's dissatisfaction, right? And well, so, it is I think it's. I think it hurts. I particularly if you are with someone who is more frugal than you, mm-hmm. or you know, a less frugal than you. I would say it hurts to see. You know, it hurts your spirit when people you see people you know spending money like, whoa. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, okay. I think that hurts. Um, and I think it creates internally, I think it creates a degree of disdain. But I think it also, I think the bigger issue is sometimes we don't know how to have conversation mm-hmm. about why it hurts. Yeah. Because I think a lot of us put a lot of emphasis on money because I think in my profession, I think a lot of people spend a lot of time defining themselves by by title. Mm-hmm. In some professions it's about how much money they make. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I think those two those two um facades of characteristics really have no value because those jobs are only there for a short period of time. Right. So, you know, so if money shouldn't be in my mind, money shouldn't be the thing. And then I'm I, I will say I'm speaking from a position of financial privilege, mm-hmm. right? Because I, if I want to go get something, I can go buy it, right? right? So, so in my mind, I feel like money shouldn't be the thing that we spend so much time paying attention to that we lose re- sight of reality. Yeah. And And guess what? I think if someone spends money like that, then you have to change the way you, you your household manage money. If you're coming into a relationship, how do you, when it comes to money, mm-hmm. how would you distinguish a red flag versus we're just different and that's okay? Because well, I would I, think like, I would think I, like if. I, I would say a red flag, before you go any further, a red flag is when people spend money, don't have it to spend, and then you asking somebody for money. That's a red flag. I also think it's a red flag when people, if they make more than you, got something to say about how you do what you do with yours. Y'all haven't unified anything yet. Well, I don't necessarily. Oh, okay. So I would say. Because I'm thinking if people out here listening like, yo, I'm in a really good relationship. I'm thinking about getting married. Mm-hmm. But here's how they talk about money. And I don't know if I like it. You see what I'm saying? But you got to. you. I think look at the root. Mm-hmm. Right. Why does a person talk about money the way they talk about money? Mm-hmm. I th- Sometimes talking about money stems from the never having it. Amen. You know, like black folks, like like (laughs) real talk. Like I can tell you, I was always afraid to talk about money because I didn't have no money to talk about. Yeah, right. And now that I do got some money, I talk about money, but guess, but I don't talk about money. If that Mm -hmm. makes any sense, you don't talk about how much you got. No, it's (laughs) none of nobody's business. Right, right, right. But 
It's important, I believe, it's important for people to know that it's okay to have disagreements about money and how money is to be spent. Just like it's okay for someone, for your partner to make more money than you or less money than you. Some of this stuff is just born out of a poverty mindset. And I talked to you about this one-on-one before off air. Mm-hmm. How long it took me to realize that growing up without a lot of money, that I was carrying that mindset into life as having somebody with decent earnings. Let me, let me, I, was, I would agree. I mean, like, cause I'll say my nephews, right? Yeah. I, I've been helping take care of them since they were like in this world. Mm-hmm. And they don't know they poor. <laughs> is no, that the, that's the way that's the way it should be though right that's they how children should they grow don't up. know like right. they sit here and whatever they want they get you know mm-hmm. like within means of course correct um sneakers clothes shoes and it's not like robbing people pay peter to pay paul type stuff it's i'm gonna make sure that my nephews have the things that they need to walk out the house appropriately mm-hmm. you know but but they go to work they got a little side job well, it ain't no side job. They got a job, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things where they don't have to worry about those sorts of things. Yeah. You know, and I talk to them about money. I mm-hmm. have I have shared with them how much it costs, what my mortgage is. How many hours do you have to work to pay the mortgage? Mm. Mm-hmm. That's how it breaks down. Right. That's how it breaks down because then you start to the valuation of it. Right. And Same thing ex- with sneakers. The exchange of time for money. That's right. when you start to get it. <laughs> and that's so, but so that those are the conversations that I think, like when you talk about the breadwinner, those are the conversations that you really have to have. Because I think even though one partner may make more than the other, the other person pulls up the other part, the other part, the other party picks up the slack in another way. Yeah. And that time is also money. Yeah, amen. You you wrote an interesting note that I've been trying to wrestle with: patriarchy and money, right? Oh, and I think, yeah. and I don't think it has to go just necessarily to men and women, but, but it does because most every, of the time it's. I think we have to look at patriarchy from the standpoint of how we've been raised to believe. Yeah, it right. Patriarchy is one of those things where the man leads, mm-hmm. and and the man owns. Mm-hmm. And the man tells. Yeah. And the man gives. Yeah. And if the man says no, then the shop is shut. I can tell you how it pay, it plays out in my house. <laughs> and it just, it's so funny how it fell this way. Mm-hmm. So I cover our mortgages. Mm-hmm. And that's my part, two. My partner, yeah. And my partner does everything else. Okay. So, you know what I mean? And that's funny because I think that's how it was in my house growing up. Mm-hmm. The biggest bill, the the man, the man is going to take care of. Mm, okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, and I don't well, think that I don't know if that's right or wrong. It just failed that way. It's weird. I think. Well, in my space, we do percentages. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, the person that makes the most money pays the highest percentage. Mm-hmm. The person that doesn't make as much pays a lower percentage. Mm-hmm. But the goal is to make sure that everybody can keep money in their pocket to do the things that they want to do. Yeah. In the end, I think it's a, I think for people in relationship who are considering marriage, considering long-term partnership um, with money, you want it to be a situation where 
emotions and intentions are very clear as well, early as possible. What Dave Ramsey, um, Susie Orman, um, you know, everyone will tell you your budget will tell you where your heart is. Mm. I've never heard that, but I like that. Your budget will tell you where your heart is. Mm-hmm. And when you, if you are in relationship with someone, if you are sharing finances with someone and you haven't sat down and talked about money to include the money that you give away, mm-hmm. if you aren't talking about that, then you aren't ready to be married because the budget is where the heart is. Mm. That's a word, brother. Mm-hmm. You could, we could jump right into the, um, into your uh, affirmation, man. That took it away. Mm. In a relationship, there will always be someone with grand ideas, allowing them to see the mountain. In that same relationship, the other half may or may not have similar ambitions. And that's okay. Beloved, to be in a relationship with the person that you choose to spend your life with means, regardless of the idea, we are standing together. If your dreams take you to the top of a mountain, your ace boon coon is there with you. It also means if your partner dreams differently, you are with them too. See, pride can destroy any good thing left unchecked but the commitment to love and support each other somehow enables all situations to be both in mm-hmm. perhaps not at the same time but in time man you got it brother a word indeed we appreciate everybody out there for checking us out again ain't nothing out here.com is the website we will see you next time thanks see for checking ya.